This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Touchdown, Kansas City! Maybe the best play yet of Patrick Mahomes' incredible young career! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. No, I went to Temecula and brought you some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt. No, don't, don't. You do it like this, you get it, you sort of rub it on. Okay, now I'm ready to go. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. And then they get a turn. Uh Seth Madrin to the other end, rises and hammers it home. Everything happening in the sports world. You gotta fight for your right to fight! And even some things not happening in the sports world. I'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Kick it! Let's do this thing, another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner, joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson with citywide acclaim, citywide recognition, Mr. Steve Sell. Where did you get that? Try that again. Where did you get that? I went out into the public and people said, where's Steve? I miss Steve. I love Steve. Where is Steve? I don't think they said that. I really do believe that you are the most popular man in McPherson. Whether you believe it or not. I don't. I believe you're the most popular. Well, that's one man's opinion. I can tell you that is not the truth. Somebody else would agree with me. I I guarantee somebody would. I don't know. You roll your eyes at me every single day when I refer to you as that. Well, I I, I don't like it. it's you you tell the world what's going on. You tell the city what's going on. Well, there's they a lot turn of, to you. There's a lot of people that tell what's well, going on. It's just you and Pistol. <laughs> Steve, I've got a question for you. Okay. I was thinking about it earlier. So, at what age do you consider somebody to be a senior citizen? I know that by definition, I guess you are, that you could go to the movie theater and get the senior discount. I can collect Social Security. You could play from the senior tees if you want. Right. But what age do you consider somebody to be a senior citizen? I, I will respond by saying age is just a state of mind. Okay. I mean, I don't feel... At what state of mind do you consider somebody to be a senior citizen? Because I was talking with Casey earlier this morning, and I said, I don't consider Steve to be a senior citizen. I don't consider Mark in the morning to be a senior citizen, although you both could qualify for that based off of the number. Right. I, w- I would think the number would be higher. Well, but you would you refer I, to yourself as a senior citizen? Never, no. You wouldn't say I'm cold. I'm a senior citizen. No, I, I'm. You know, I am not. I don't feel like a senior citizen. Um, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to keep working. That's anybody's guess. How long they'll have me? They may not want to have me. Who knows? But you know, I don't feel like a senior citizen. Like I say, you really can't put that. You can't put an age on that. I think, like I say. It's a state of mind, and right or now, maybe a I, lifestyle I, or a lifestyle. I, I mean, I still go out and do all the things I did when I was forty. You know, I can still maybe not as much the things you did I, when I, you I were twenty-eight. It, I can't run as fast as I used to. No, you used to be the blur. I, I was very fast when I was younger, but I'm not fast anymore. But it's because, it, well, I got bad hammies, so I really the hammies. I know that the hammies. They've oh, been hamstringing you for a long time. They really have. You know, I was going to run the bus. I was going to take on the bus. But my hammy acted up, but that was about 
eight years ago, and he always asked me about my hammy. And I said, well, it's almost, it's coming around. It's getting better. It'll get there. After eight years. But no, I do not consider myself a senior citizen. And like I say, it's a state of mind. I think covering sports keeps me young. Brings you life. It does. It, it really, it, you know, it, it, you know, I'm around a lot of young kids, college kids, you know, you and Pistol. I mean, you guys are 40 years younger than I am. That's true. But uh, I thought I was 60 years younger well, than you. Well, but, but, you know, I think that keeps me young. So, and, and I still, you know, when the weather's good, I play golf every single day. I'm out there in 100 degree temperatures. I play the blue tees. That's true. There's not many people my age that play the blue tees. But like I say, I, I'll let you know when I'm a senior citizen. When I start to feel it, I'll let you know. Well, Steve, you and I, this is just going off the rails here. So when you and I go to sporting events, typically they're at high schools. Right. And a lot of times we're not there during the day in terms of there aren't as many people just wandering around the halls. But I get the feeling, and I'm not that far removed from it. I was in high school seven years ago. Right. I'm not that far removed from it, but when I walk around the halls, like when we go to an athletic signing Mm -hmm. and get there just a little bit early, and I walk in and all the other kids are walking around and they've got their backpacks and are doing whatever, that is what makes me feel old. It makes me feel like that was a long time ago. Well, try having to be 45 years ago well, then, like it is Then you're me. like, my locker used to be made out of this. It, yeah. We had wooden lockers back in my day. Well, there, I've seen a lot of things change since I was in high school. That's for sure. I mean. Yeah, Steve was not allowed to wear shorts at his high school. We could not wear shorts in our high school. No, we could not. We what had, about sweatpants? There was no, no, there was no spring break. Spring break was, <laughs> you know, it, it just, I think it started, I think, it started right after my, uh, oh, maybe after two years after high school, but we did not have spring break. Winter break wasn't very long either. I mean, winter break was, you went right up until almost Christmas Eve, and then you came back the day after New Year's Day. So it was very short. And I think we got out of school maybe a little earlier than what they do now. But uh, no, it's, I, I, I just don't feel old. And uh, like I say, but, I don't hang around with anybody my age or older except when I go see my people, you know, down at the Legion. Yeah. You know, I hang out with some people at the Yeah, Legion. you hang out with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I hang out with you and Coach Kinneman, Coach Strathman, and, you know, and then my golfing guys. Most of my golfing guys are younger than me. Kent Schmidt, I think, is older than me. And we keep you young in terms yeah. of the lingo. Yeah. I, I, mean, taught, I taught Steve this one the other day. I said, well, Steve, what's it mean if somebody were to come up to you and say, let's get this bread? I didn't know what that was. Well, I, what, what does it mean? I, I thought you, you said money. I thought, what, what, loaf of bread? I didn't know. Yeah, it's money or let's get to work. But, you know, social media is still very foreign to me. It took a long time. I didn't have a cell phone until like five years ago. Uh, I just, No credit card. I, start, I have no credit card. I never did Facebook until a few years ago. I don't know what Snapchat is. I don't know what Instagram is. I don't want to know what they are. I'm set in my way, so don't try to change me. That was a good discussion, Steve. Okay, we wasted a lot of time. We, 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 we wasted a solid seven minutes. Wow. But I think somebody will enjoy it. I doubt it. You're popular. I'm we got to get inside the mind of Steve Sell. I don't think so. Do you know that every now and then people will come up to me and say, man, that Steve Sell is one interesting dude. I have no idea why they would say that. They, I think they just find you funny. They find you intrigued. Not funny in the laugh at you they way. They probably find me perpetually confused. I, I think they just laugh at a lot of your quirks. Because I would say you're a quirky guy. Probably. I, wouldn't you say so? I would 
probably. You've got a little, a, a lot of nooks and crannies to you. Yeah. You probably. dive in and you go, wow, I didn't know that about Steve. Yeah. There's not much there to tell. Avid reader. Loves long walks on the beach. Read. I was. I really get into politics. Yeah, we'll, we'll stay away from that. Yeah, but I do get into politics. I really. I watch it very closely. Well, one thing that a lot of people do know about Steve is that he is a KU alum. Right. We watched a little bit of your Jayhawks last night down at Gallagher Iba with a very easy sixty-five to fifty. Man, win. how bad was Oklahoma State last night? They were pretty rough offensively. Oh, how and, many, and, how many and, shots did they just throw up that didn't even draw iron? Well, they shot 28% from the floor and 11% from three. And so KU survived the two games without McCormick. Uh, Silvio was never a factor to begin with, so I don't worry myself about Silvio. But without McCormick, the uh, the Jayhawks were able to get by. Christian Brown I thought was really good last night. Yeah, got the start. Got the start. Uh, KU, very streaky three-point shooting team. They'll make three in a row and then they'll miss seven in a row. Uh, It's a game – I didn't feel good at halftime with a five-point lead. I was telling you guys, I said, I don't have a good feeling about this. But you this. wouldn't feel good with a 25-point lead well, sometimes. because I've seen KU blow too many leads. But good road win. Bill Self doesn't win many games at Gallagher, so good win. Oklahoma State, I think I said it earlier on in the year, I said this is an intriguing team. They were ranked. I, I, I really thought that they could be okay. I thought they could be in the top half of the Big 12. I like what they're doing there. There's just something about Stillwater and Gallagher Iba, and that it has this great atmosphere to it. But and see, last night, I will it be- didn't. I will beg to differ because, you know, KU generally, anytime KU goes on the road, it's that team's biggest night of the year in terms of attendance. I looked at Gallagher Iba last night. I know it probably wasn't that way when Chad Alexander played down there. Oh, no. But the upper deck was just like empty. I mean, the upper bowl was. There weren't very many people there. I'd like to see what the attendance of that game was last night. I can't believe it was over five or 6,000. But Oklahoma State has a couple of decent wins on the resume this year. Yeah. They beat Houston right. on the road. Yeah. And Houston is a pretty good team in the American Conference. They also have a win over Syracuse, who has been pretty good down the stretch, and they host Duke in a really big game coming up this weekend. I just really thought Oklahoma State was going to be knocking on the door of finally getting back into that top five. And they have signed the number two ranked high school player in the country for next year, a kid named, I believe it's Cord Cunningham maybe is his name. Don't know. But he's like a 6'6", 240-pound, one and done. They say he'll be one and done at Oklahoma State, which they don't get those. These A, a player like Cord Cunningham goes to like a Duke, Kentucky, or KU, you know, one of the Blue Bloods. He doesn't go to Oklahoma State. So, you know, at least next year I think you'll see – the place be packed at least early to watch Cord Cunningham. I was just a little disappointed in the product that they put out yeah, last night. I really was. In I terms thought, of attendance. I really expected that to be a tough game for the Jayhawks. And in, and in a lot of years it has been. Oh, and I just, Bill Self is like 7-5 and five or 5-7 five and seven at Gallagher, so uh, that's the toughest place for him to play. I just really thought that they would be better. Yeah. And, I, and I'm bummed for them because I like Oklahoma State. Yeah. I, I tend to root for them to do well. Yeah. You know, I don't really have a dog in the fight throughout the Big 12. I root for KU and K-State to do well. I tend to root for OU to do well in football. Mm-hmm. I think you know the team that I don't really root to do all that well. Missouri. Well, they're not in the Big 12. It doesn't matter. I'm at more Texas. Oh, yeah. I, I Generally, if they're playing cricket against anybody, they could be playing the, the Soviets in cricket. I'm rooting for the Soviets. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling for them. I, 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 I just don't have a lot of 
love I, lost. I, I'd for tell you, Austin. I would tell you the story that the father of dog ball says, but I don't think he'd like me to repeat it. So. Oh no, father of dog ball. He's got to keep everything down. Yeah, but he had a, he had an opponent when he played. I'll just say this: he had an opponent, and he said if they were playing somebody like that, he would root for that team. But but he's mellowed in his old age. Oh, that's true. And he's not and he's not old. He's not a senior citizen. That's right. That's right. All right, Steve. Very very good in depth analysis today. I think most people thought it was 10 minutes of babble, but that's all right. You want to talk about The Bachelor? No, that's even worse. Oh, you don't? No, that's worse. Okay, well, Steve's walking up and leaving and not allowing me to talk. So we'll take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk a little basketball coming up tonight. You're listening to Bullpup, or you're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, we were in between the break there, and we were outside, and we saw the wire buzzing. Is that what you had to do back in the day? AP would send something through the wire? Oh, yeah, yeah. How, how did it, it come the in? Bell, the bell would go off when there was like a, a special bulletin or alert. The uh, bell on the uh, AP machine would go ding, it, ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 breaking news. Yeah. Well, we are excited about the Mid-America Classic this weekend, and we'll right. have Jerry Fithian on to talk a little bit about it tomorrow. But the big news that came down the wire this afternoon, the McPherson girls basketball team is the number one ranked team in Class 5A for the first time this year. Yeah, The that's, new rankings came out today. And, boy, I'll tell you what. You know, they're 10-0, and 0, and when you look at everything this team has overcome, all the adversity they have faced, and they continue to find ways to win, I just think Coach Strath. This might be Coach Strathman's best coaching job in his what 15 years. I think he's been 14, 15 years. 15. 15. This is probably his best coaching job because he's been thrown one obstacle after another. You lose Lake and Sheafreak before the season. Then right before the first game, the day of the first game, you learn that Emma Ruddle's going to miss nine games. And then after the second game at practice, Andrea Sweat goes down. Then Emma Mom goes down. You get Lake and Sheafreak back. You get Emma Ruddle back, then Sheafrit gets sick, and then Emma Mom is still out. So Coach Stradman's never had close to his full team all year, and maybe I don't think he, I don't think Emma Mom is going to probably be ready to go for the tournament. Maybe she is, I don't know, but it'll be 50-50. Even if if she were ready, she'd probably play very little since she's been out since the Piper game. But uh, to be undefeated and considering the schedule the Bullpups have played, I think this could be his best coaching job. And I've said this before, and especially when the Bullpups have been number two going into a state tournament or whatever it was, saying, guys, let's not buy a whole lot into this. Right. And, of course, we do respect what the Kansas Basketball Coaches Association has to think, and 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 this is a reflection of how the coaches across the state do think. Mm -hmm. But let's remember that, all it is is thought. Yeah. You don't get to see everybody. Right. That you and I could put together a ranking for any classification, and we could be pretty close to we accurate. We haven't seen St. Thomas But we Thomas haven't Aqu- seen everybody. We haven't seen St. Thomas Aquinas this year. We kind of know what they have after seeing them last year. We know they still have that great post player 
I can't think what her name is. Beatrice Culleton. Yeah, she, you know, she's still there. They got a couple other players that were key players last year back. We kind of have an idea, but we haven't seen how they've played this year. And remember, Steve, we look at the boys' rankings as well, and McPherson is number 10 in Class 5A, but we've had a chance to see, well, I have had a chance to see the number one ranked team on the boys' side in Class 6A, in campus, who won a really, really crazy game out at Dodge City in the finals there over Bishop Miege. I've seen them play. We have now seen Bishop Carroll play, the number one team in Class 5A. We have now seen the number one team in Class 4A, the Piper Pirates. We've seen them. So I've seen all three number one teams, right? and they're all three very different. And I would love to see that all-class state tournament. I remember it. I, I would it love to lived, see it happen. I think it only lasted, what, one or two years. Uh, Highland Park, I know, uh, the, the first year they ever had at Highland Park, boys won, and they had James Sky Patrick, who ended up being one of my classmates down in Indy Juco. Sky was the real deal, and the Highland Park was the real deal. I would like to see it, especially for those three teams. I, I don't have as much of an interest in – throwing some of the smaller schools. And I'd like to see how they do, but yeah. these three schools at the top well, Piper are is really, really special good. for 4A. Piper's one of the better 4A teams I've seen since, you know, Bull Bull and Jeremiah Robinson Earl and, and Landry Weber and uh, Francesco Baducci or whatever his name was, uh, you know, the guy that went to Virginia and played. I mean, that's still the best 4A team. I know when Shimmy – was it Ottawa, Shimmy team. They were pretty good, but that Miege team that the Bullpups had a chance to beat with Bull Bull, and Bull Bull knocked down a three-pointer that proved, you know, here he is like 7'19", 7'10", or however tall he was, stroking a three. The Bullpups had the lead in that game, then Bull Bull comes back and makes a three, and that started them on their way. But for those three teams, I saw campus play against Wichita yeah. Southeast. Yeah, you saw I went that. down and watched them. I wanted to see them yeah. early on in the season. Yeah, we had an open night, and you went down. I didn't, but you And did. they are as talented top to bottom on their roster, and their best seven are as good as any seven I can remember. Campus. On a high school basketball team. Can you team. believe that? Campus? And then ah. we've seen Piper, who I think has the best player. Mm-hmm. I think Tamar Bates is the best player that I have seen this year. Mm-hmm. I think he might be the best player that I've seen in a couple years in high school basketball. And then you've got this Bishop Carroll team that we just got done watching. Impressive. And they are not as gifted athletically as many of the teams that would be ranked below them, not only in just 5A. There are probably a few 4A and 3A schools that have some better athletes Mm -hmm. on their team. But they are, in terms of team playing together... Chemistry as good of a high school basketball team as I can remember. Yeah. And so I would love to see these three teams match up against each other because they're all so different. And I think it would be very, very fun to watch. We've also seen the number two team in Class 5A. We've seen Andover. Right. And I think that if they are on, they are as difficult to beat as anybody. We've seen the number three team in Class 5A, Baser Linwood, when we were up at the right. Piper Showcase. They're they good. beat Piper this weekend. Yeah. So we have seen a lot of this top talent in the state. And I think in terms of individual talent, I don't know if on the boys' side in the state this year there is as much individual top talent as there right. has been in years. But I think team-wise, some of these teams are as good as I can remember in recent years. Well, Carol. Uh, really impressed me. 
uh, and I wrote my story that, you know, if the late, great Jay Frazier were still alive, he'd be such a fan of Carroll because they are all about fundamentals. Execution, they don't turn the ball over. They play aggressive. They get in your face and guard. And uh, they've got three really good players in Little John, Manns, and Lankford. Uh, they're a three-headed monster. Now, Manns got hurt uh, in the game, in the championship game, went out, didn't come back. I'm sure and at some point he'll be back. He had a concussion, probably – He'll, he may miss a game or two, but they play so well together, and, and boy, do they just execute their stuff. They get a lot of back doors, and, and you know, they play great defense. Uh, we've seen Andover, and I know Andover shot the lights out, but I don't, I don't think they're, in, they're not as good as Carroll. There's no way. I think if they shoot it like they did, yeah, they're well, right there. If Andover shoots it like they did against McPherson, they can beat anybody in the world because they just didn't miss. But, but look at the Bullpups after that first quarter, though. Bullpups played them pretty much dead even. The interesting thing is that I'm, I'm saying that, okay, we don't have as great of individual talent on the boys' side, but some really good teams, I think, this year. On the girls' side, across the entire state, I feel like there aren't as many great teams as there have been. Right. But the individual players in this class are really, really good. There are some very highly rated individual players across the state. I mean, you just look at the senior class, and you look at all the girls that are going to schools in the MIAA, Division I schools. Emily you can, Ryan. You can go across almost every school in 5A, 6A, 4A, and say, okay, this girl's going there, this girl's going there, and look at McPherson. Right. I, I think that they might be the most well-rounded team because they have so many of these individual girls when, that are so good. When they all get back together. Well, so, that's true. And The big hope is that they'll only be missing Andrea Sweat come around postseason time. Hopefully Emma Mom is back. Emma Ruddle is – I'm real excited to see Emma Ruddle play. I have not seen – I did not get to see her in her first game. She scored in double digits, but she's such a great athlete and she's fun to watch just because she'll be the best athlete on the floor. I think we've got a chance at a really, really strong finish to the high school basketball season this year. Everything appears to be very balanced. When you look up the last couple of years – You've had a pretty good feeling in 5A. Well, that's going to come down to McPherson and Aquinas on the girls' side. Right. In 6A, you go, well, it's going to come down to Derby. Well, it's, and you can In 4A, well, it's going to come down to Miege. Mm-hmm. The last couple of years, you've had a really good feel going in. I think this is going to be a very fun march well, because I think it's open. That's what I liked about last year's 5A boys. I mean... It was open. It was unbelievable. There were so many good teams at 5A boys last year. Even the... Seven and eight seeds were pretty good. We got to see pretty much the whole tournament last year. And, man, there's a lot of good boys teams last year. This year, I don't know, but I know last year. that I mean, Baser was good. Uh, Pittsburgh wasn't a bad team. I was impressed with them. Of course, Mays with, with Grill, was a, you know, they were a great team. And, and uh, Andover Central, of course, won it all with Xavier Bell and those two sharpshooting Leadham and Belt, the two guards. So, uh, a lot of – a lot of great teams last year at 5A State Boys. All right, Steve, let's take our final break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com.
Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Steve Aldis, high school basketball talk. We've got a single game tonight right. on the road in Tawanda. Tawanda. One of my favorite places to go. Oh, yeah. As the Bullpup Boys will be taking on the Circle we'll T-Birds. The bird's Nest. They call it the Bird's Nest. I've never heard anybody call I, it that. I saw it on You're their Twitter. You're a liar. I saw it on their Twitter. They, they don't call it that. Who Bird's are you Nest. talking about? They say it on their Twitter. The you Bird's are Nest. a fan favorite in Tawanda as well. I don't think Most so. popular man in McPherson and Tawanda. I don't know where you get that stuff. Do you think they have a mayor? Sure they do. They gotta have a mayor. I think it should be you. Well. <laughs> well, anyway, we're making the trip down to Circle tonight as the Bullpup Boys are taking on the T-Birds. The girls made this trip on Friday. The boys now making it today, and then they will be done until next week when they have a couple of big games against Andale and Wichita Collegiate. Last two non-league games next week. And then we have the girls' tournament at the end of this week, but this will be a nice... One more game for the Bullpup Boys before they get into their break of taking, what, 10 days off, mm-hmm. eight days off, however many right. it is. Math is hard. But this will be, instead of being done on Saturday and having a longer break, I think this breaks up that rhythm and will make things feel a little bit more normal. Yeah, and of course, remember the last time we went to Tawanda. We try not to remember we that We try night. not to. It's the, only team, it's the only time the Bullpups have ever lost in Division Three, I think Jude Warren is the mayor of Tawanda. He is the mayor. He scored 50 against the Bullpups. In the, and remember after that game, Tawanda, or Circle really uh, had a, went over the top celebration after that game. And I think the Bullpups remember that a little bit. Well, it should be a fun trip down to Tawanda tonight as we have just a single basketball game tonight. We've gotten into this comfortable routine over the last week of just single basketball games. Makes it go by a little bit quicker. It does, but... We're still at all the games anyway, so... We'll get back to the grind next week when we get back to doubleheaders. Yeah. And we've got a doubleheader tomorrow night. Right. Bulldog basketball taking on St. Mary. Yeah. We Busy do, week. We do that on the Mac College uh, uh, internet stream, so... Oh, we do? Yeah. So, anyway, but we've got Mid-America Classic Basketball Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's right. Hopefully the late game... Hopefully three, everybody knows. Three... Th- yeah. God, I don't... I, I think most people know the Mid-America Classic's going on. Well, we'll talk with Jerry Fithian about it tomorrow Big on the fit. show. And so that way he can debrief everybody. Do you brief somebody or debrief them? You brief somebody. What's debrief? Debrief is you pull them off to the side and say, don't do that. So Okay. Well, we will brief everybody. We won't yell at anybody and pull them away. Okay. Steve, see you tonight in Tawanda. Can't wait. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.